the Gospels and the letters of Paul, Peter, John, and James. I asked them to memorize daily amounts, and each verse they learned, I learned with them. Now Sean is helping me and drawing out of me all the communication and mentoring skills that make me thrive. I have been helping him overcome a hearing impediment he has had since he was a child. He is a very smart man but his life has been blocked by this handicap. He would mispronounce words. He was known for getting names wrong. He would call Rosemary Margie, and it was often very embarrassing. Now, through our daily mentoring, we are at the point where he has begun giving speeches at my Toastmasters Club. He is ready and willing to give a speech for the speech contest. Everyone is proud of him, me especially. Sean knew and loved Josh, and he has met my parents. He met them when they came to Tulsa for Josh's life celebration service. He would always tell me my parents were like royalty, Queen Monique and King Robert. Sean is a good brother and a strong believer. He is familiar with my father's condition, and we often speak about ideas for finding pathways of healing to help my father. One idea I have has come from the stories of how St. Francis talked to the animals. Every day, a scissor-tailed flycatcher has been landing on my driveway or on the cramp myrtle tree by the curb. I tell this amazing bird he must be so full of the praises of God for how beautiful the Lord has made him. Today, the bird arrives with his whole family, and they land on the roof. The beautiful bird then flies down onto the driveway, and standing there before me, opens and closes his striped wings three times. I am praising God for such a successful connection that the bird responds by showing off. What if I can use this faith type of communication with my dad? and talk to him as if he can understand me. Would he respond? My mom has invited me for Thanksgiving. I'm looking forward to flying to Orlando to visit my parents. The relatively short flight feels more like a commute. I love flying, and I'm looking out of my window to see the beautiful white puffy clouds, and it feels like the glory of God is all around me. Welcome to Orlando International Airport, the flight attendant says as we land. I walk through the lobby, say hi to Mickey and Minnie Mouse, pass under the video of SeaWorld, and take the escalator down to the baggage claim floor. My suitcase makes its way to me on the carousel. I gracefully find a space between my fellow travelers and lift it up and roll it through the sliding glass doors. A rush of very warm, humid air immediately envelops me as I enter the busy and beautiful space around me. Orlando is a very different place than Tulsa. My phone rings. It's my mom. She tells me they are circling around and will be there soon and to be on the lookout for their champagne-colored Pontiac Bonneville. 
my idea of soon is totally redefined as 50 minutes go by. While I am waiting, I become quite familiar with all the cars and people coming and going in what always feels like a tropical paradise in sharp contrast to the changes of season in Tulsa. When they finally pull up, I'm happy to see them. My mom gets out of the car to hug me while my dad remains seated on the passenger side. It's so good to have you with us again, Mark, mom says. It has only been two months since my last visit, but I'm taken aback by her lightweight frame and height. She still has her pretty long blonde hair. I want to give her a compliment. I tell her she looks good, and she answers in her native French. Je crois que j'ai pris un coup de vieux. I'm not really sure what that means. So I.